0: with your host, Shelly R. Shearer.
1: Good morning world, Shelly Shearer here and welcome to the show. I tell you, I finally uh, just got up this morning and instead of uh, surfing anything to do with social media that was negative, I went to my Instagram account, my personal one, where I follow the dodo, that's where they show... Fantastic success stories of animals that have been rescued and people's amazing ability to show love and patience. That was a way better way to start my day. I gotta say. So you're probably wondering why am I podcasting again this week? Because I think just all of you just need a little bit more love. On. I just have this innate feeling that it's someone just needs to hear yet again it's going to be okay quit listening to the fear so it was amazing I saw another great video I posted it on the Living Well with Shell Facebook page today about why we wash our hands you know it's interesting having all sorts of people that learn and process information a slightly different way my girlfriend phoned me last night she goes Shelly I'm going for a walk do you want to come along she lives in Camas, Washington. I'm in Vancouver, Canada. And I paused because I was in the, i actually didn't realize it was 6, 630 at night because I was, uh, I'd had a nap. I did allow myself to nap yesterday because I'd been very tired and I thought, this is silly. So I napped and then came back to my office and thought, oh, I'm just going to finish up this client's report. So I didn't realize what time it was. She, you know, why would she be phoning? So she's confused me and I'm like, is she in town? Then I'm like, she can't get in town. She has to cross the board. She just wanted to talk to me while she walked, but this is all the stuff that's, you know, my gerbil brain's going around and around. And it's funny because her husband is, uh, is who I knew first and is a very dear friend. And he does not process information like she does. She wants to talk it through. She reads something, but now she wants to verbalize and vocalize as how she is. And I also had this amazing, uh, coaching call with one of my clients this week. And that particular client is visual and, I am very much a visual learner as well. I can read certain things, but then it's, I read and I do, and then it's stuck in my head. I'm, I'm good to go. So everyone has their way, and it's a little bit about like understanding love languages and understanding personality types and your anagram. Not only does it help you understand yourself, but it under helps you understand other people. So I was laughing on a little segue at my husband this morning. I leaned over to kiss his shoulder and he immediately backs away. And I I laugh every time. He goes, what were you doing? Smelling me? I'm like oh babe no I was about just to kiss you I'm touch I'm tactile I'm it's my love language and I'm married to a man that is so not like me it's so funny so we've been together for you know a few decades here now a couple of decades sorry a little over a couple of decades and uh, it still stuns me to this day it's like how did the universe pair us together I'm someone that should be hugged daily and handheld and cuddled absolutely I'm a hugger. And so luckily I, well, I did for a long time. I had my dog (laughs) and one of my kids downstairs is a huge hugger. And every time I can see she's feeling sad, she just comes right in for a big squeege. So these things will help you understand other people, how they process information. And I'm just, I'm just making levity of the situation to lighten your mood right now with my husband tales. but how they process information, how they need might to talk things through or have things explained in a slightly different way. Uh, how they react to information, how they process. These things are important in understanding your family, your children, your spouse. And, you know, with everyone self-isolating, man, you better understand how everyone's communicating because you're all stuck in a house together for long periods of time. And frustration can run high really quickly. She phoned to just wanted to just talk some things through. And it was great because... I was able to get, again, more information, things I heard. And then it's like, you know, is that really true? Then one of my coaches, he puts on, uh, he put a post on today that he says, listen to the news, pull out what you can and what makes sense to you. Keep an open mind. He's trying to say, then go talk to your local conspiracy theorists. See if anything they say is making sense (laughs) and then kind of marry it all together Oh my goodness, I keep saying sorry for the quick break. I had to uh, stop the podcast because everyone is home. I need, to, so I literally locked my office door so no one can walk in and I've had to put sticky notes that podcasting. I'm not used to that because there's not usually anybody here for one's off for the day out in their days. But yes, this home isolation. Now I'm getting everyone's jokes with the homeschooling with the kids. It's like, so I've sent one to the principal's office and one's already skipped class and I've already expelled one. Yeah, that I could get the humor. <laughs> so anyway, sorry about that but it's really important to get the right information so one of the things that you know i was very blasé at the beginning thinking this is all a lot of overreaction but at the same token i didn't understand that we didn't have hospitals that you know had enough ventilators like this is weeks ago before information came out okay that was information that should have actually been the very first thing that was out on the media guys we need to flatten the curve Because of this. Instead, we went through two, maybe three full weeks of scare and panic before that information became mainstream. Then today there was a great video that a friend sent me and it was about why we wash our hands. Do you know what? People need to, lots of people need to understand the why. Some people are visual. Some people need the cognitive understanding. And it's simply because around the virus is a fatty layer, an oily layer, and soap breaks that down. But it takes 20 seconds, so that's important as well. Like, why 20 seconds and not 5 or 10? Uh, So any old soap that lathers will do. My Dawn dishwashing detergent that cuts grease is probably spectacular for this. Uh, So, yeah, and when you're in your own home and you're you're whatever, then put your hand cream back on, guys, so that you're... I have girlfriends that their knuckles are like, my knuckles are cracking, and it's like, uh uh-huh, common sense. You're in your own home, you've wiped down your own door handles and your light switches and your countertops and you've washed your hands, your house is clean. No one's coming in or out. Once you've come back into the house, disinfect, wash your hands. I mean, then put on some hand cream and and at nighttime's the best might be something nice and thick and gooey that you wouldn't put on during the day and just let your hands, your skin rest. There are ways to cope with these things, guys. But I thought that was a great explanation. It's like, Oh, well that makes such common sense now. So yeah, sing the happy birthday song as if you have to and wash your hands for 20 seconds. And then what they showed this whole little, cute little video about how it just breaks down and then it it goes just goes down the drain, kind of harmless at that point, but it's all sort of held together. You need to understand the chemistry behind this. These things are what you should be paying attention to. Sitting around blaming guys, we're not gonna get anywhere. Yes, they should have closed the borders way earlier. Because that's where it came from. It didn't spontaneously happen in every other country. It got transported here from this particular country. Therefore, if we were getting close to thinking this could be a pandemic, the border should have been closed immediately. Flights stopped immediately for two weeks so that we could see if it could be controlled. And then I also saw another good thing today. Quit calling it social distancing. Call it physical distancing because people aren't clicking in especially young people, they're still out partying and doing their thing going, oh, we want to be together, so we're going to be. Uh, they're young, they're healthy, they think they're immune. That's great, but they go back after they've all been together, now they're going to go back to their homes and see their parents and their grandparents, and they could be carriers. So, you know, ignorance is not an excuse. Educate yourself and educate others around you with with facts that are hopeful and helpful, Fear-mongering is not hopeful and helpful, guys. Ignorance is not bliss. But there's also no point in looking at the past and poking a bunch of fingers of blame. It's too late. Genie's out of the bottle. Now, please make sure that you're, you know, you're going to choose three good wishes type idea. So understand what's going on. Pray. Have hope. And look around to see how you could be living differently. So the other thing that happened talking to my girlfriend yesterday was the aha moment. Sorry, I got sidetracked with the visual learning thing. I'm so glad she had a conversation with me because I have not even remotely understood what's going on out there in the shopping situation. Like why is everybody stocking up like this? And again, I thought it was, you know, majority I immediately assume, oh, they're all a bunch of hoarders, they're being selfish, blah, blah, blah. But actually her and I had a pretty candid conversation about how people do live nowadays. People that are not like my generation or who are not like me that cook. And I was a mother at 22. I am used to keeping a home, which means there's food in the freezer and there's dry goods on the shelf. I had a child I was raising. By the time he was two, I was raising him alone. I was raised by a mother, you know, from the 50s and 60s. I knew how to keep a home. I know how to do these things. I know how to cook. Well, when I was younger in my 20s, late 20s, all of my friends that I mountain biked with and was active with, none of them had kids yet. And they, I still remember having them all over after this big mountain biking ex, uh, excursion. I think I've mentioned this in a podcast maybe a couple of years back. And I remember three of the single guys standing there and they looked into the, my cupboard. I had this big walk-in pantry in my townhouse and they're like, there's there's like food on the shelves. And, and when I made when I whipped up dinner, like quickly for 10 people, like in 30 minutes, they literally stood there and went, how did you do that? That was like, it was like magic. they were standing there like shaking their heads going, that that's amazing. And I'm laughing going, what are you talking about? That's when yesterday we had this aha moment that people live through drive through. There's a reason, you know, skip the dishes and Uber eats are so huge. Families are busy and, not cooking and working and both parents are working and kids are in school they're not living like me and i realize they don't have a freezer full of food and a pantry full of you know i buy the flats of soup and costco i don't have 10 of them i have one and when it runs out i go buy another one but i don't buy things one at a time very rarely if it's something I need and that's the price I use and I'm going to use it, I don't like being in the store every other day because I hate shopping. So there's my little quirk. I loathe shopping. So yeah, you better believe that I get this done like once a month. And then I run into the grocery store after yoga for, you know, 20 bucks worth of fresh stuff. That's how I live. Other people do not live this way. That is why it is so scary out there. So have an understanding of that as well. If you're like me, and you weren't understanding what was going on, or if you're like the other people and and I am describing you, this might be the time that you might have to reevaluate a little bit how you have been living your life. Guys, this isn't the last time this is going to happen. The world is changing. And I believe the powers that be are going to keep pushing at us until we push back, for starters. Secondly, economically, almost every country on this planet is bankrupt. We're all living in deficit financing. Well, at what point do we all, does it all just crash and we have a world, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Recession. I mean, there's nothing is forever. Success is for a period of time and failure is just a lesson. Life goes on, okay? It doesn't last forever. But we definitely are a generation and I'm not putting any age bracket from millennials to retirees. I'm just saying in this day and age that we are living in, especially in affluent countries, we truly have this mentality that it's never, you know, it'll just keep going on. It'll, it'll grow, get better. Things are always going to move forward and move up. That's not the case. Nature corrects itself. The economy corrects itself. The globe planet will correct itself. We've been pretty bad to it. I mean, imagine the news reports right now coming out of China that they can see blue sky. Because their factories are all closed down. That's amazing. And I've been to Beijing, people. It's disgusting what happens when you come in from being out all day and back into the hotel room and you blow your nose and you wash your face. It's just black. North America, we're so spoiled here. We've got hydroelectric power. We've got natural gas. These countries, even industrialized countries, they're still burning coal and oils and things. It's gross. So you need to think about, you know, those types of things get them on your radar please quit ignoring them cuz we do we just think it's never going to end and now all of a sudden in a 4 week period our teenagers all lose their jobs cuz no one's in the mall and our kids are housebound and when i say kids like my kids are actually technically grown adults in fact none of these kids except for my one 18 year old that's just started university uh are they're all older than i was when i was married with a child and yet Really, they're still living like kids. and That's why we call them that. Because in a lot of ways, their life hasn't taken on all the adult responsibilities yet. It's delayed in this generation for so many reasons. That's fine. But this, this generation needs to learn. And unfortunately, they're coming out of a generation of us that were a lot of dual income earners. Like I say, no one's cooking. No one's teaching any of this. So it was always a big thrill for me to teach my granddaughter. And uh, you've got to be able to feed yourself. It does not matter that you are busy. You still need to clean a toilet, do your laundry, feed yourself, shower. These things are, they are necessities and they are not always for someone else to do for you or to ignore. These are kind of the basics of life while you're still going on about your day working and learning and going to school. This is probably one of those things where I'm going to get a little preachy, sound a little preachy where we've taken that away from our youth as parents that are trying to not be like our parents that were kind of hard asses. We've sort of gotten a bit softer and we just want them to have a better childhood and have an easier childhood. But then something like this happens and no one knows how to cope. So what skill sets have we given them? Hmm. Think about that. That's all I'm saying. No blame. Do not get into some big spiral into a guilt this is simply about how can we improve? Here's the lesson, learn it. That to me is a positive thing because learning a lesson and changing, that's all, that is so all good. Those are good things. Okay, so I don't have to natter on for 30 minutes. This is just a little daily pick me up of pay attention to what's going on in the news. Quit drowning yourself in the negative. If you have certain ways of learning information, visual, uh, audio, audio, uh, audible, auditory. Thank you. Or reading, figure it out and go find the information you need. Grain of salt, open mind, and then pass on the good information. I meant to mention one of the best ways to learn to cook, I think right now is to use a company like Good Eats, good, no, Good Food. They were my favorite. They're a little bit Gucci. Cause I bet, I've talked about getting QuickBooks online for your home use because I just think for $10 a month, everyone should know where their money is going. You'd be shocked and amazed when you see it in black and white. And so for all the times that you run through the Starbucks, you run through Tim Hortons, you run through drive through you go out and eat during the, the month, and then your grocery bill, some of these companies where you might go, oh, that's way too expensive I'm about paying $90 a week uh, are probably cheaper than what you're blowing in indiscriminate spending on food that is nine times out of 10, you can't be out there doing that kind of fast food and thinking it's going to be healthy because they simply can't afford to give you the best ingredients in fast food. So if you wanted to get some great ideas and sort of learn, these companies are great. Uh, good food, Hello I my kids tried it, they thought it was great. And I tried uh, Chef's Plate, which is a little more economical, I've mentioned it. But the fun thing about all of them is, they come with all the ingredients already sort of there with instructions. So if you really are just daunted by the thought of cooking for yourself, then find a solution. And I think this is a great solution. If you don't have time or energy or money to go off and take cooking classes, then just order in from one of these companies for a month. You'll have a whole month. First of all, a binder full of great new recipes. Everything is there, self-explanatory. You don't even have to think, honestly, the, the sauces, the, um, the, um, spices, everything comes pre-measured. And every, once you've used it all, everything goes in your recycling bin. So there are worse things out there, guys. K-Cups are worse than these companies. So if, you know, If you're, if you're going to go on, I always love how people immediately start making excuses as to why this is a bad idea. Quit knee-jerking with your limiting beliefs and find a solution to the problems in your life. And if spending a hundred bucks a week for two people over the period of a month or two will help you understand how to put a meal together when perhaps you're not used to doing that either because of time inclination because maybe you just have never been raised to love cooking or you truly just don't have a freaking clue these are solutions here here's something else I know no one with the virus no one I know has the virus and I think I mentioned this yesterday my little one of my little students parents or doctors and if I didn't, I might have mentioned to the girlfriend that phoned on the walk last night, but her parents are doctors and they don't have a single case. They have a single case in the Campbell River over on Vancouver Island, but they're overrun from all the hypochondriacs. So you see our medical systems overrun with people that are being unfair. Yeah, that's a good word, unfair. Unless you are having trouble breathing, stay home. There's nothing anyone can do for you. It's a virus. And you and your paranoia running to the hospitals and the ERs and demanding to be tested, you are not more important than the rest of the world. Okay? And if you are having parents or or people around you, try and talk them off the ledge as well. Get them educated and informed and encourage them that this is not okay because it's not. Our healthcare workers should not be being put through this Especially in my country, where here on the West Coast, we do not have tens of thousands of active cases, but our hospitals and, and everything are overrun because of people's paranoia. It's the same thing here. We've complained about it for years. It's the same mentality. The emergency rooms are all overrun with people with a cold. It's like, that's not, you don't go to the hospital for that. You go to the hospital if you've got a massive fever, you're having trouble swallowing or breathing, and you, and yeah, especially, and the breathing, your respiratory, that is a sure sign that there could be. Uh, Corona-19 involved in your situation. My husband and I have colds right now. We're not going anywhere. There's nothing they can do for my cold. I'm almost over it. He's just coming to the end of it. Please be smart. You shouldn't be putting your paranoia, anxiety, and fear onto other people if you can avoid it. How's that sound? All right, let's all have a spectacular day and just go sign up and follow the Dodo on Instagram because you know what, or something like that. If there's ones rank called Rainbow and Unicorns, go follow them. But go follow something bright and sunshiny. Listen to the news only once a day. Just, and be careful who you're listening to, okay? Do not listen to everybody. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side.
0: We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Shuda. Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelly at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.